Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Jesse, your DM. Cody playing Lazarus. Brennan playing Dis. Mike playing Nim. Britt playing Kenna. And we are Double Doubles and Dragons. We're a group of goofy Canadians that have gotten together to play a little D&D. Uh, sometimes we will say things that are inoffensive. We mean them as jokes, of course, and they're certainly funny to us, but some people may find this offensive. If you do, we apologize, but we don't want any hate mail about it. So just don't listen, okay? Uh, let's jump right into the action. Alright, welcome back, guys. So, quick recap of the last episode. Uh, we got a little bit of shopping done. We've talked to Lance. We've asked him questions. Everybody feels super confident mm-hmm. about what they're going into. Uh, trust is just overflowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll come back. So, so, Kenna has run off, possibly away forever, to <laughs> just flee Lance. Uh, and the three of you are kind of standing there still talking to him while he's demanding the altar boy bring him mead. Um, so I guess we'll start with you three since you're with him at the moment and anything else that, uh, what are you guys talking about with Kennegon? Um, so, Oh, sorry, go ahead. About this village, Lance. Yes! What do you remember of the size of its boundaries within this bubble you placed it? Not sure. Pretty big, I feel like. It encompassed most of the town. Mm-hmm. Very well. And what landmarks would be the, what's the main building we're heading for here? Well, yeah, let's see. From what I remember, the most important bits were... So there's the well, where you can get water from when you have become parched. And then fairly close to that, off to your your east, is the mayor's house. There's a door around back that leads through the kitchen and up into the upstairs. And, uh, well, that's most of where I went. Well, at least we know the mayor's house is beside the well. I think that was most of it. Uh, oh, right. There was a lovely little restaurant slash inn that I can distinctly remember playing in a couple of times. Very lovely crowd, though a little sparse and not too heavy on the tipping, but I got food for for the songs, which is always nice. What can you tell us of Shelley? Well, let's see. Voluptuous, certainly. Uh, sort of a, a, a country girl, you understand. That's, that's about all I can really... That, that should give you the gist. I understand. It's been a while. If she's large now, it's not my fault. <laughs> the the people in this town, Lance, would you define them as good people? Yes. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Just your... I like your, your thinking. Looking at the party now. <laughs> your usual hard-working types, I suppose. Don't let that sway you one way or the other. As I said, if you want to just take the brooch and leave them to their own devices, I promise to write the song heroically anyway. Yes, that's the issue. <laughs> it usually is. <laughs> Simple. They go, like, oh, yes, right, paladins. You know, I have a funny story about a convent uh, I visited. <laughs> not now. Let's just say there was some paladling. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my. I wish you all could see Cody's face. Oh, it painful. hurts him deeply when I do this. Oh, that was painful. That's a paddling. Have you, uh. Have you seen many drow in your travels? A few. Here and there. Uh, where have you seen the largest 
kind of contingent of drow, or are they just kind of one by one type of thing? Right now. Really? Yes. Just the one? Just the one. Hmm. We're a rarity. <laughs> but so I've definitely seen one. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, very rare. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> uh, Alright, we'll go to Kenna, who has retreated uh, back to the inn. Go ahead, Kenna. Okay. So before I get to Lil, I want to take a piece of paper out of my bag, because I have, you know, a scroll case. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to write down to Lil, because I can't remember if we've told her about the ether thing or not, but I'm going to write down all of the information we know about the ether and how okay. many days are left from today, which is 11. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to go to Lil, and I'm going to tell her a couple of things real quick. Hey, Lil, can I talk to you real quick? She nods and kind of okay. follows you to a private area. All right. So you're not going to like a lot of this, but please just listen to all the things I'm going to say very quick. So uh, we have to go on this mission, and Lance is sending us to some place in between here and the ether. We may or may not be able to get back. We're not 100% sure on that because don't trust Lance with a 10-foot pole, which I'm sure you can understand. So, here's a few things. If we're not back in three days, could you potentially try to come and find us? If not, send someone to tell to get Lance so that they can send them to come and find us. Um, also, if we're also not back in three days, read this note. And uh, take care of Mary, please. So, she listens to everything you have to say, her expression becoming more and more dark as the discussion continues. Finally, as you finish, she takes the piece of paper from you and tucks it into her pocket, and then she reaches behind the back of the bar, and she pulls out a gourd, and she sets it on top, and she pulls out a shot glass, and Mm -hmm. she sets that on top, and she pours some of the blue liquid out of the gourd into the shot glass, and then she just hammers it back. (laughs) <laughs> slams the glass down on the table and goes, All right, fine. Enjoy your trip. I don't know <sighs> if it's going to be enjoyable, but I hope you enjoyed that shop. <laughs> and she just sort of, she puts the gourd away, and she just kind of gives you the wave and mm-hmm. heads back into the kitchen. She didn't seem confident. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> and, uh, I go downstairs quick. Okay. And to Mary. Okay. Uh, So as you come down the stairs, Mary's been doing the same kind of stuff she's been doing for the last couple of days. Um, She's been practicing the fighting styles that uh, Dis has been teaching her, and she's been using the little bit of magic that she's been able to kind of gleam information-wise from Nim. Okay. So I'm going to let her know that we're going on a trip. We're taking off today. And then I'm going to go to my room quickly. And I'm going to take the key for our vault, mm-hmm. and I'm going to hide it in the room somewhere. I'm going to try to attach it to the bottom of the drawer, like, okay. underneath. Um, with what? Gonna, which drawer? No, with what? Oh, with what? You know what I have some like magic. <laughs> I'm kidding. With magic. As it turns uh, out, there isn't. Is that what they call scotch tape? Yeah. There isn't scotch tape or tech. tech no, I guess it's thin. Uh, maybe better. Uh, actually, maybe I will. It's their hay mattresses, right? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna just tuck it in the end of the mattress. We should just like okay. hand up the little to go from there if we don't come back. 
Yeah, I guess so. Quiet, you. You're not there. You're not there, though. <laughs> I'm doing It's staying in the bed. <laughs> not anybody can find it. Um, and I'm going to write Mary a note and tell her to open it in seven days if we're not back. Okay. She just kind of, I mean, she's pretty focused on what yeah. she's doing, but she gives you the usual, like, you know, parent going off to work sort of thing. She just kind of nods. You're not even really sure if she's listening. I'll go. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we can count it when we get back. All these nimbles. Where are my eggs? <laughs> Where are my <laughs> eggs? Uh, all right. So you begin walking back. Uh, as you walk back, you notice that the rest of the party is still talking with Lance, uh, laughing about something. I don't know. Somebody said something funny. <laughs> <laughs> They've been laughing a fair bit so far, so I assume they're just <laughs> laughing at something else. Uh, and as you approach, Lance just kind of like looks off towards you and just goes, Ah, yes, it appears the beautiful woman has returned. The party must surely be ready now. Let's... It seems as ready as we'll ever be. Let's do it. All right. Come closer. Group around, if you please. Come on, don't be shy. As far away from him as possible. No, no, group around. Ring your hands together around me, like a little circle around me. Let's complete this seance. <laughs> Hold up my hands. That's right, join hands. Come on, don't be slow. I suppose. Grab hands. Alright, so everybody grabs hands. You're in a little ring around him. Lance is in the middle. He goes, Alright, now close your eyes. Go on, close them. <laughs> I partially closed them. So it's just peeking at the bottom. He kind of like waits a second, and then he turns and he starts to lean in towards Kenna. <laughs> she leans away. And he goes, "Ah, I knew your eyes weren't closed. Close them, damn it! <laughs> I can feel your presence." Well, either way, close them. Close them. Come on now. Come on now. It's important for the magic. All right, now you have to promise, still with your eyes closed, not to tell a single soul about this magic I'm about to use. It's very tricky. Just gonna open a portal. Just gonna kick it. All right. Disappear. So you hear suddenly the strumming of an instrument, mm -hmm. though he wasn't carrying one before, and he simply says, "All right then, lads and lasses." Get ready to teleport your asses. <laughs> and the last note kind of just dies away. And the next thing you know, you all splash into water. Uh, obviously, you can open your eyes, but yeah, you just <laughs> drop into water. I'm sorry, how deep? Uh, deep enough you can't touch the bottom. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there goes Lazarus. Can't <laughs> swim. I'm wearing he's got, his, he's got his armor on. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you guys open your eyes, obviously, when you hit the water, uh, and you're in pitch black. Those of you that can reach the walls, they appear to be some sort of smooth brick, uh, but you're definitely just swimming in a small area of water. It's not that big. Like, each of you can touch each other and the walls, so it can only be about, say, like, three feet in diameter, give or take. It's very small. So we're in the well. <laughs> but Lazarus is just completely dropped out of view. Well, we'd still... Know where he is because we we're holding hands. Yeah, yeah. Except now he's dragging the rest of you down yeah. with him if nobody's letting go. So I guess we'll just rah, just try to <laughs> can I just try like, to keep him buoyant. Like, kick out sideways. And get you definitely out. can. Yeah. yeah. 
You can kind of like crawl yeah, your way back up. Push my way back to the surface. Like a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so Lazarus breaches into the air. Uh, and you're all, for the moment, stable, but it's pitch black and you're just treading water. This will try to climb out or see what's above. And... Is there, yeah, look up. Is there any. I up is just more blackness. Does this even get any vision here with the super dark side? Uh yeah. I mean, like it's it's there's really no light present. Okay. But it does like you do get that kind of vague. You can kind of see the outline of the walls, the brick that makes them. They seem pretty smooth. You're not sure how climbing is gonna go. Uh, you might have a better luck doing kind of like Lazarus did, like wedging yourself so and trying like to. Rope or bucket that's falling. Not that you see. Um, and again, the looking up is just more black. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna cast uh, dancing lights above me. Okay. Can trips. Can requested to, yep. to put on dancing lights. Well, that's fine. You guys haven't used your spells in a little while. So yeah, I'll cast dancing lights just uh, just above. Okay. So just above you, you cast the dancing lights. Uh, good news, you're definitely in a well. Uh. Better news, you're only about 20 feet from the top. So not like a crazy distance to climb. Bad news is there's definitely something on top of the well. There's no light. It looks like some sort of wooden plug. I could shapeshift into a bat and see if I can get up there. That's true, but the plug will probably stop you. I don't know if I could try Perhaps Lazarus should shimmy his way up, give it a lift. Only problem is if Lazarus loses his grip, it's gonna hurt when he falls. Um, that's how Nim dies. <laughs> what about a giant eagle? Could that lift the plank? Potentially. It would depend on the wingspan, because she wouldn't really be able to fly in only three feet of diameter. Hmm. So do you have anything you can shapeshift into that has climbing speed? A spider. I think they have climbing I can, speeds. I can... Let's take a look, shall we? Are we gonna be an animal? What would I be? Hmm. In the meantime, what's everybody else doing besides treading water and slowly soaking their gear? What are you doing with your backpacks, by the way? Is anybody trying to keep their backpacks yeah, I'm dry? Haul myself out, like kind of, kind of wedge myself above the. Uh... Okay, you'd have the easiest time of it because you're so large. And then I'll like I'll like support him too, I guess. Okay, and then what? Everybody's just gonna pile their backpacks on top of you. I almost pulled mine above my head. Just will use his. Uh, he'll pull out his sword and use it as leverage to like use the uh, try to slam it into the walls as much as possible. Considering you would assume it wouldn't break that easily, considering it's a god weapon. No, no, I imagine your god weapon will be just fine. Fire! I swear to God. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be fine. Uh, okay, so for the moment, you guys kind of have the bags out of the water, and, and Ken is just trying to to think about what to do next. It may be an obvious question. Is anybody yelling for help at this point? Or Nim's like, we're in the well! <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine. Be careful, Nim. They'll think it's the wounding again. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I can change into a giant wolf spider and spider climb. Yeah. yeah, that's a beast, giant wolf spider. Yeah, beast. Does it seem like you can climb There's the potential, yeah. I mean, like, it's not three feet is only three feet. Like, you could wedge your ass in there pretty much and just kind of shimmy your way up if you had to. 
can try. I mean, Lazarus can pull up and try, but the same with his neck. Nim, how much have you been yelling? Uh, I don't know. Is the party giving me weird looks? I don't know. None of them thought to yell for help. <laughs> That's All up right. to you. And I'm just like Logical. yelling pretty constantly, like "Help! We're in the well." Okay. Uh, as everybody's kind of discussing the way that they want to climb out of this well, there is a loud kind of grating sound, and you see just a sliver of light pierce through from the top as something's pushed just a little out of the way. Nim's like, oh yes, hey you! Yeah, we're in the well! It slides open a little further, and you see a silhouette of a head kind of just like poke up over the edge. Uh, and there's a kind of a moment where you can tell they're kind of trying to, you know, stare in into the well. And, you know, the lights definitely help. And he just goes, Oh, no, no. What, uh, what are you doing down in the well? Accident. Thirsty. Super thirsty. <laughs> Me flavored water, five silver. <laughs> Thanks for that, man. That's uh, sort of the town's well, but uh, I suppose it depends on the flavor. Gnome? <laughs> I hadn't, ain't had no gnome water. Maybe I'll give it a try. <laughs> Well, I mean, if this is the town's wall, it seems like you're going to have to. <laughs> what's, uh, what's going on down there? You folks having a party or something? No, we're hoping to get up before, you know, we steep this water in your more with gnome. All right. Well, I'll get the bucket. Each one of you can climb up one at a time, if you figure. That would help greatly. Thank you. All right. You just hold on, then. He just sort of disappears. I'm going to try to climb up well, since it's cracked in the alley. I'm just going to fly sure. out. Okay. Ken's just going to shapeshift into, okay. what, a bat, I guess? Sure. Okay. When I get up at the top, if I'm back, I'll just reach down. Uh, do... What's your climbing like? Climbing's usually strength. Yeah, climbing is usually strength, half speed. Uh, give me the... What is it? Not acro... Or athletics. Give me an athletics check. Right. Let's see how well you climb up this well. Uh, 15. It's not terrible, really. 15. Yeah, no, I think you kind of you kind of move around Lazarus and you start kind of shimmying your way up the top. I mean, you're familiar with caves and such. I imagine this isn't a, maybe a wholly uncommon thing for you. So I, I think you can shimmy your way up to the top fairly fairly decently. Once I get to the top, I'll uh, like reach down and grab the next person or let my... Give them some sort of option to get up. I would help as well. Just hand him off. <laughs> okay, so Ken has shapeshifted, and then did you unshapeshift to help out? I guess. Okay, so Nim, they're just gonna kind of hoist you up there, yep. which just leaves Lazarus. <laughs> I guess we'll try for Lazarus. Ken and I can kind of like start trying to wiggle him, and we'll just okay. Unless, uh, unless the rope gets there sooner. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys are you guys are really going ahead of the rope here, yeah. so uh, athletics check from the two of you that are trying to lift up. Yeah. Nim, I'm leaving you out. I, I just can't figure out how you're going to offer any additional yeah. leverage. I suppose I have to put my own role on it. Uh, yes, because you'll be trying to help as well. well that's not going to go well. Oh, that's fine. 23. Okay. Nine. Okay. So, Dis and Kenny, you kind of lock 
and Lazarus, you start trying to shimmy your way up until you're kind of close enough to reach out. Uh, when you reach out with your hand, you're great. You, you grab with all your power and start kind of hoisting yourself up. Uh, Dis keeps a pretty good foot, uh, foothold. Kenna just tips right over the edge <laughs> of the well and starts like dangling half over into right. it. I'll like, give up my own attempt. I'm like, she's not falling. <laughs> Uh, as that kind of happens, uh, Dis, you see, uh, an older looking gentleman, big white beard, uh, blue overalls, red shirt, uh, kind of wanders up with a, with a big rope. All right. Seems like y'all got him out of there anyway. Anyone else in there? One more. Yeah. You still need the rope then? He's a big guy. Alright, let's see if we can get him up out of there. And he just kind of slings the rope over the side and pokes his head over. Alright there, big fella. Just grab onto the rope. Alright. Then he just kind of looks at the rope and he's like, y'all are gonna need to lift that up. I ain't gonna be able to do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll grab. I'll grab. Uh, what, what about you there, little fella? I guess I'll try to grab. <laughs> He'll be at the end. Uh, you you go down to the end there. There's plenty of room down on the end of the rope. He just kind of grabs onto. All right, now on the count of three. <laughs> One, oh, y'all ready, right? <laughs> yeah, we're ready. All right, let's start again. <laughs> One, two. Alright. <laughs> Alright, everybody athletics check. <laughs> Including the old man. Oh, nice. He helped a lot. Solid. Lazarus could probably shot himself out of there. <laughs> 27. Lazarus is just like, I'm out of here! Alright. 16. 16. 12. 13. Okay, and with the four from the from the elderly <laughs> gentleman, uh, yeah, anyways. <laughs> you guys, you guys slowly pull Lazarus up over the edge of the well. Uh, as you do, the the old gentleman kind of moves over and he slides the cap back up on over the well, kind of right away, uh, and he just sort of stands there for a second. Hi there, seems y'all all right. So what? Uh, what y'all doing in the well? <laughs> oh, would it be possible to, you know, grab something to eat first? Just starving, you know, being in the well. We can let you know about it while we're eating. Well, I guess we can probably find something for you over there. In the old inn. Uh, ain't nobody really working there no more, so I suppose I could whip you up a little something. That'd be perfect. That'd be so wonderful, thank you. All right, then. Follow, follow me. He sort of starts waddling over that way. Uh, oh, sorry, now that we're out, what, does, what do we see? Yeah, so, you guys have come out. Um, the town is definitely there. You kind of take a look around, and it's it's at least semi-close to what Lance described to you. There's a well kind of in the middle of what looks to be maybe a little market square, uh, and then off to the east, there is a, a larger building, two stories. Seems like maybe a good candidate for a mayor building. It's a little bit bigger, it's a little bit more decorative. Um, the rest of the buildings in the area, there is an old church on the opposite side. Uh, however, all of the windows have been broken out. The building itself looks to be about half collapsed. 
um, very degraded, and it's covered in, uh, like, vines and spider webs, and just, it's just a very decrepit building. Uh, it's very much a form for the other buildings in the, uh, in the town. Kind of each direction you look down, there's kind of these remnants of buildings, um, that have started to kind of be broken down by this large vine system. Uh, even the inn that he mentions, which is kind of to the south, uh, you can see there's the old inn sign and stuff like that, but it's all covered in vines, and there's quite a bit of insect activity and that kind of stuff. The whole place looks like nobody's been here for quite a while. Um, the only thing that's perfectly clear is the well has nothing around it, and neither does the market square. Um, seems to be free of it. Uh, definitely kind of gives you the heebie-jeebies a little bit. Mm. Uh, also, no direct sunlight. There's kind of a grayish fog that kind of permeates everything. It's not really restricting your visibility too much, but you can still only see about two houses down, and then it kind of cuts off. Um, but it's just this kind of ambient, dull, kind of like, like this is dancing lights, really. It's just this dull disembodied glow. So one of us took the wrong turn we went up Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. It's not that foggy. Thank <laughs> <laughs> God. We need the pyramid heads chasing us. Uh, as you're all kind of standing there taking things in, Alright now, come on now. Ends this way. Very well. Uh, he takes you inside. Uh, inside is very much the same as the outside. It's very broken down. Only two of the tables are still standing. The whole thing's just been ransacked, uh, both by time and by maybe something else. There's quite a lot of broken material. Even the chairs have been kind of broken. Um, but there's just enough that he can kind of swing together a table for you. He kind of moves chairs from all over the room. Uh, all right, I'll, uh, I'll see about them vittles, and, uh... Can I help you? Sure, if you like. Um, you follow him back into the kitchen, uh, and the whole place, like, this is definitely... Somebody's been cooking here, things have been cleaned up a little bit, and the stove seems in good order and that kind of stuff, but it's really the only room you've come across so far that looks like it's had any type of attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just kind of sets you, you can start over there, and just kind of sets you to work making a very basic, like, stew-type lunch. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, so, Kenny, you're with him. That leaves the three of you just out in the room. Have we seen anybody else yet? Uh, no, nobody else. Have we... Never mind. Can I ping out? Just where I am right now? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, read your thing again, just because it's been a while since we used it, so we know what you're looking for. Yeah. Until the end of the next turn, you know the location of any celestial fiend or undead within 60 feet of me that is not behind total cover. I can also detect the presence of any consecrated or desecrated place or object, and I can use this feature while you're bottom my charisma. Okay. So, uh, you know, while Kenna goes off to help, Lazarus is just kind of like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check this shit out. Uh, you let the ping go out and almost immediately regret it. It's, the entire area has been desecrated. There's not a single piece of land that doesn't feel like that to you. Um, in terms of being able to sense a creature, like a celestial or a fiend or an undead, there's, there's whispers of it, but it's kind of like, it's almost like seeing the silhouette of something in the fog. Like, you kind of feel it for a second, but then you try to hone in on it and it's gone, but then you'll feel it somewhere else. And you just kind of get that 
feeling of kind of being watched and just kind of, there's something out there somewhere, but you can't quite nail it down. Okay, so you probably just all watch that Lazarus' eyebrows. It's cool. <laughs> Shoot up for a moment. What, what seems to be the problem? Well, haven't we arrived in quite the place? Literally everything here is desecrated. Lance was busy. <laughs> if only we had a black light. <laughs> oh, I don't think we want them. <laughs> uh, Kenny, with you in the kitchen, you do notice, uh, you noticed when you came into the in-room as well, but you notice in the kitchen as well, um, there are several places where people have, you know, set up uh, various um, reflective items, things like little mirrors or, you know, like trays that you would carry food on and stuff like that. Um, and somebody has gone through a great deal of care to soap out all of the reflective surfaces. They've all been covered in like a black soot, basically. Um, you just kind of know, especially in the kitchen, because there's several areas that are quite reflective. Uh, even the knives that he's using to prepare have been covered in this black soot to take away their sheen. I also want to introduce myself to him while we're back here. Sure. What's happening. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I just wanted to introduce myself as I'm helping you. I'm Kenna. Hi, Kenna. You can call me Mayor Willie. Nice to meet you, Mayor Willie. Some people call me Big Willie, but children seem to laugh at that, so we mostly go with Mayor Willie. Alright, nice to meet you. Uh, could I ask a question? Yeah, uh, certainly. Why all the soot everywhere? Oh, we, we don't talk about that around y'all. Okay, fair enough. It's for your protection. It adds a little bit of flavor to the bread when I cut it, but it's it's for your own good, yeah. Okay. Where's uh, everyone else? Which other people would that be? Are you alone in this town? Yeah, I reckon. It's just you? Mm-hmm. Has been for quite a while now. Since my dear daughter Carly died. That was it. Carly died. <laughs> <laughs> that it. Well, it must be mighty lonely just here by yourself. Yeah, it was in the beginning. But, you know, you reach the 11th or 12th year and it just sort of all blends together. Well, um, have you ever tried to leave? Oh, sure, yeah, a couple of times, a couple of times, got, uh, got me a big pack together and got some supplies and set off east, hoping to find the next town, but, uh, it's a funny thing about that, sort of just started walking over that way and... Before I knew it, I was coming back around that way. It didn't take much longer either. You can usually get about a good hour each direction, but that's about it. Hmm. Of course, it doesn't bother me, Annie. Find I like being alone with my thoughts. He just sort of like stares off into the middle distance. Okay. Uh, what about you three on the room? Anything you guys are doing investigative-wise? He's kind of left you to your own devices. Yeah, so. I mean, I guess I'm kind of like checking out the ID and stuff. Okay. 
Uh, okay. Uh, do which one are you better at, herbalism or survival? Uh, you. You mean nature or survival? Yeah. Uh, survival. Okay. Uh, do a survival check then. What about the vine are you hoping to understand? Like, what are you looking for? Does it does it feel in any way natural? Is there anything like everything in here feels like a bit natural? So I suppose is it okay? Like, so you're kind of gonna like yeah, see if you can uh, touch it a little bit. Oh, well, that was shite. Six. Okay. Um, so you kind of excuse yourself and you move over to one of the walls where the, the vines are kind of creeping their way into the building. Uh, you reach down to see if you can't get kind of just an understanding of what exactly it is. Uh, and as you kind of reach out and kind of lift it up, um, you feel a slight tingling sensation on the tips of your fingers. Um, when you kind of pull your hand away, like, oh, that's, that's kind of a little bit weird. The, the tips of your fingers where you've touched the vine have turned a deep shade of purple. Um, and are just, yeah, they, they feel a little numb to the touch even. Uh, uh-huh. can I? <laughs> uh, both you and the man are just kind of looking and, uh, yeah, Lazarus is yelling to you from the other room. I'm sorry, I'll be right back. Uh, don't worry, go, go on, go on. Go up there. Uh, yeah, so Lazarus has purple fingertips. Uh, don't touch the vines. <laughs> uh, can I do a herbalism check? You can do, uh, if you're checking him, it'll be medicine. If you're checking the vine, it'll be herbalism. Um, so I guess whichever one's more important. Him first. <laughs> there you go, Lazarus. Doesn't, doesn't it feel good? <laughs> Should to think about it. <laughs> there was a pause. <laughs> I'm rolling like crap right now. So Twelve. Okay. All right. So you take a look at Lazarus's fingertips, uh, and you kind of poke at him a little bit, and just try to get a general understanding of what's going on. Um, he's lost all feeling in each fingertip that touched the vine. Uh, it looks to be some kind of numbing agent. It doesn't seem to be spreading, so it doesn't seem like it's necessarily poisoned his system. It's more of a uh, contact Seems agent. Like thing. Seems like maybe something like that. Uh, at any rate, his fingertips are numb and you're not really sure what to do about it. Okay. I guess I kind of just take myself outside and rinse off my fingertips if the night water skin it. Okay. That'd be good. Kind of like get that contact stuff off of it. Okay. Um, so you go outside. Does anybody go out with Lazarus? I'll go out with Lazarus. Okay. Just keep an eye on him. Uh, Kenna and Dis, are you guys staying in the room then? I'm going to inspect the vine. Okay. Um, so we'll do that. Dis, what are you doing? Uh, I'll go look around soot, I suppose, on different places, because I wouldn't really know why it's here yet. Okay. So I'll just go investigate a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, then we'll come back to that. Uh, so, Lazarus, you go outside. Nim follows with you. You pull out the water skin, and you kind of start pouring it over and trying to... Wash. Um, no, you're, I don't. I don't touch anything else with it. I kind of like just try to kind of yeah. like that. Even yeah, just only that. keep the bad parts touching the bad parts. Um, so you pour some water over top, and you kind of start. And, and to your relief, it does kind of start loosening up, and you feel it kind of dropping off. And you kind of just you can start slowly working it off your fingertips. It's very sticky. It's almost like a sap. Mm. Um, but once you kind of get it moving. Um, you can kind of get it going. Um, who's got the best passive perception between the two of you? Me and Lazarus? Yeah. Lazarus? I think Lazarus is better. I'm okay. Like 12. 16. Uh, Lazarus is busy. What's yours, Nim? 12. 12. Is it, like, the stuff that's falling off of me doing anything? I'm just trying to think of who would see. Okay, so you're washing it off, and, and you've created kind of a little puddle 
on the ground as you've kind of, because you've been pretty liberal with the water usage. I mean, you really want this stuff off your hand. Um, and it's just kind of creating this little puddle there. Uh, Nim, for whatever reason, you're getting this kind of weird sensation being near the puddle. It's just a little... I don't know how to describe it. You just, you feel suddenly like something's watching you. Like you just get that very intense feeling. Like the hairs on the back of your neck stand up and you're just, all of a sudden you're a little agitated and and alert. Uh, I don't know anything about reflections, so... Uh, do you feel that, Lazarus? Uh, What? Feel what? He can't feel his fingers. (laughs) <laughs> no, but do you, do you, something's watching us. Hey, Lazarus, you've been getting that since you got here and pinged, so it's nothing new yeah. to you. You're looking at mm, Lazarus has kind of felt like that ever since he pinged out. No, but like really intense, like like uneasy oh, feeling. What were you looking at? Was I looking? I, well, I guess you I'm kind of just looking at Lazarus, really. It's not so much that you've been looking at anything; you just suddenly get the sensation that something's watching you. I don't know, I just feel weird. Uh, <laughs> what does Lazarus do with weird, exactly? I don't know. I guess I just try pinging out again, see if I pick up anything different. Okay. Um, so you ping out again, um, and kind of right away there's that, that same feeling of, like, something just kind of shrouded in the mist. Like, you can feel the form of something evil, but you can't see, you can't feel any detail about it. Um, but you do know it feels like it's right on top of you for just a moment. Then it seems to be kind of either because of it was going to do it on its own, or maybe it was aware of you sensing it. It's just gone. Uh, well, Lazarus did feel something very close for a bit. Uh, Nim, you don't feel it anymore either. Yeah, it feels like it went away. Mm. Interesting. Lazarus will have to inform the others if they feel the same to let him know. Uh, in the meantime, Kenneth, you've been looking at the vine. How did you roll? What am I rolling for? Uh, it's a survival check. Trying to identify the plant. Survival. It's the don't touch this ivy. <laughs> uh, 19. Okay. So you take a look at the at the vines that are kind of encroaching into the building, um, and it, obviously not touching them, I assume, after seeing what happened to Lazarus, but you kind of try to get as much information as you can. Um, you pick up on a couple of things. Um, the first is it seems to grow fairly slowly, but it moves quicker than that. So it doesn't seem to be encroaching on the room very quick, but when you move closer to it, it does sort of react and kind of move to be a little bit more in line with you. Uh, The next thing that you notice is it's covered in some sort of sap. It doesn't have the same dark purple hue that Lazarus had on his fingertips. It's very clear while it's on the vine. You almost miss it. It's just kind of like a, a glossy coat to it. Uh, and the last thing that you notice is on the vine tips, that's true. But as you get kind of further down the vine, it starts sprouting more spike-like appendages. Um, so it becomes just a little thicker and a little bit more spined as it grows larger. Um, but outside of that, you're not sure what else is kind of the deal with it. Okay. Uh... 
I have clippers in my herbalism kit. Yeah. Can I clip off with my leather gloves on, also from my herbalism clip <laughs> kit, uh, with my gloves and my clippers, can I just clip um, a piece of it into a vial? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you grab the vial, you kind of get it set up, and then you try to clip across. Uh, you clip it, and it drops into the vial, and you kind of immediately stopper it onto the thing. Um, the part that you had clipped kind of, like, shrivels backwards a little bit, kind of, like, like retreating back from you. Um, and in its wake, it leaves this green liquid as it kind of retracts on the floor. Uh, the amount that you're, the little clipping that you've got in the vial kind of wriggles for a second and then it kind of deflates and becomes just a grayish mush in the bottom of the vial. I'm seeing all this, right? You were nearby. I'm going to take one of the empty vials I got with the Poyager's kit and I'm just going to get some of the green shit. Some of the green shit? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you kind of... I assume as gingerly as you can, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. try to scoop up the green goo. Like, between like a poisoner's um, kit and the alchemist, they have like some sort of metal... Yeah, I assume it's got something to do it. I my hand super calm for doing this, since I... I mean, I have dex, too. Yeah, you're Lazarus right. brought up a good point that your kits probably have like yeah. appendages, like yeah, like yeah. metal, you know, um, well, like glass spoons. Yeah, glass spoons, stuff yeah. like so that. I'll you can the probably full, the full ten yards for the uh, yeah, trying to be as, as careful as possible. Um, you do end up having to hurry a little just because the green stuff begins eating through the wood that the floor is made out of. Um, but you do manage to recover about I would say maybe two teaspoons worth before the rest of it kind of drops down to the ground. I want to look down at where it dropped to as well, see if what's it, underneath. It's there's that kind of that green puddle still, but it's dropped into the ground, and it's kind of starting to absorb into it. Where it's seeping into the ground underneath, you see little sprouts poking up. Wow. Um, so it seems to be fairly voracious in its growth. Probably why it's just like this, they can't cut it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it'll just spread more. Uh, in the meantime, Dis, you said you were doing something with the, yeah, the soot-covered stuff? The soot in the room. I just kind of look around, because it doesn't seem like it's more, to my eyes, more not as randomized and more put on things. I, I guess I would look for areas that it doesn't really make sense for there to be like, soot on, like there wouldn't be any fires around here. Uh, there's definitely, like, everything that's covered in soot really isn't anywhere near the fireplace. Like, there, something as simple as when, while you guys have been doing this, the older gentleman, uh, has been, you know, Willie's been kind of bringing in some, some stuff for you to use. The bowls are made out of some sort of pottery, but the spoons he brings are made of some sort of metal, but they've even been completely coated in black soot. Um, and he just kind of sets them down next to, you I'll know, next take table. one and just try to wash it off with my water skin. Okay. Um, yeah, so you, you know, it, it's just soot. It seems to just be your garden variety uh, fireplace soot. So as soon as you drop some water on it, it just kind of rinses off. Uh, and you're left with a fairly nice looking spoon, really. Like, it's not, I mean, it's not royalty or anything like that, but it's easily as good as the spoons that, like, Lil uses. Do I see him? I would see him do this, I assume? I, I mean, unless you're hiding it in any no, particular no, I, way. I, I would let him know what Willie told me. I asked about the soot on everything, and Willie said it was to protect us. From royalty? What? This is not make it I don't know. We just said it was, it was protective. 
I wonder if that's why they capped the uh, well as well. I thought I was thinking as well. Mm. I want to go to. Seems like everything with a reflection has been covered. Oh, perhaps that explains the water outside. Are you guys big? <laughs> I assume they didn't stay out there yeah. very long, so you guys well, can kind of. Yeah, mean? I mean, <laughs> you were just washing off, sort yeah. of. Like, I did, didn't imagine you'd be going for a while. What do you mean by the water? Um, well, Lazarus doesn't know anything specific, but as soon as Lazarus was washing off his hands of whatever that was and formed some water on the floor, Nim started to notice. Uh, the same presence that Lazarus picked up on come on much stronger. You, have you seen anything now? Holding up the spoon. Yeah, so he's got this pretty shiny looking spoon. Um, Dis, you don't feel anything? Mm, it seemed that once Lazarus picked up on it, it seemed to bugger off for a bit. Yeah. So perhaps something about reflections then. Um, in that moment, Willie comes back out with the rest of the food, um, and he sees you holding up the spoon and it just almost immediately turns uh, a fairly disturbing shade of ashen white and kind of starts shaking, um, but finally manages to kind of sprint across the room fairly quick for a man his age um, and just grabs it out of your hand and throws it into the fireplace. I went right back up before, like I tried to jump out of the way seeing him. Like that, not knowing him really that well. That's fair. Uh, do hey, a... What are you doing? Yeah, do an acrobatics. Just see how... Who's fucking doing that first? <laughs> I'm out of here. Uh, 19. Okay, so he goes to grab it from your hand, and you just... You, you're very dexterous. You just kind of block with your shoulder a little bit and kind of move it out of his reach and, and ask him whatever you just said. What are you doing? And he's just, he, he kind of said, yeah, you gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta put it back into the soot there, boy. They, they ain't nothing, they ain't nothing for you in that spoon. But why? It's just, to remove some of the taste. I mean, I don't want soot in my food. That's, it, it's just put the, just put the soot on it, son. It, it, it's, it's really, it's really for the best. He's like freaking out. Pretty yeah, crazy. he's, he's definitely freaking uh, out. Bell's giving the spoon. Okay, he he takes it. He doesn't really like grab it from you so much as just kind of like. <laughs> yeah. So what was that all about? That's uh superstition. It's bad luck to see your own reflection when you're the only one around. Well, it's a good thing I don't believe in superstition, so I'll just clean off another one here. And <laughs> I, slowly. I, 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 listen, boy, I ain't gonna tell you what, what to go doing, but there ain't nothing good come from cleaning the spoon. I've never heard that one before. Elaborate. <laughs> it, it's a fairly common saying. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks kind of shifty. <laughs> uh, look, it, it, it's it's easier to just, just, just leave the spoons. I, I can get you a wooden one if the if the soot taste is bothering you. Well, now you have me curious. Uh, they, they ain't no help in curiosity. That's, that's how people die, son. Well, I suppose we haven't really introduced ourselves. I reckon you haven't. You just sort of showed up and asked for dinner. Well, we're surfing turf, a famous adventuring party. I am. And we do have the power to fight against evil things, so if this is something that's evil, you're better off letting us know so we can help you, instead of just trying to hide it from us. Oh, it's, it's evil, alright. Mm, Lazarus has certainly picked up on that. There ain't, there ain't no question about that. 
It's certainly evil. How so? Even though the form of his evil. I never seen it myself personally. Of course, that might sort of be why I'm still here. What? How does it show up? I like I said, I haven't seen it myself, but I've heard it all right. I've heard it. What does it sound like? Well, like. Sort of like the sound death makes when it passes through a small opening. It's all screaming, high-pitched, and then there's the gargling sound. And then another person's gone. And everybody hears this, or is it just confined within the area of this person? Oh, we all heard it. It's hard to miss. Tends to echo through the town when she gets another one. She? What do you mean? How do you know the gender of this? I've said too much already. I I don't want you folks getting wrapped up into something. That's kind of our job. Also seems to be a bit late, since we're here. Well, I mean, you found your way into the well. I imagine you can find your way back out again. No. Do you connect to a cave under there or something? No. No, we honestly made it here through the use of magic. Ah, magic, you say. Mm. Yes, I know all about magic. Had a boy come through here once, not too long ago. Actually, now that I think about it, it may have been a while. Came through, had a couple lays in the hay with some of the local girls. Promised he'd fix all our problems with some little... Piece of metal with a gem in it. Seemed like a good deal at the time. That's till the vines started growing. The vines? They were... This metal with a gem caused the vines to grow? Well, I don't know it for sure, but it came out of the same house that Broach is in. So I figure it gotta be related. That. Seems that these vines or rivals were tied with the amulet. Perhaps. How exactly do you all know about the amulet? You just described it to us. Right, but I've seen it. Y'all ain't seen it as yet. We know. All right then. What house is this that this all originated from? Oh, that's up on the hill there, where we used to do the funerals. Of course, can't really do that anymore. Ain't really no one around to have a funeral about. And they all died after looking at something? Not all of them. Had quite a few around for a while, but people just started sort of disappearing. Either in the night, or sometimes in the middle of the day. Did they have anything in common? Mm, some. We sort of started to figure it must be something to do with the mirrors, you understand. Because people kept disappearing in the bathrooms and such. But, uh, you know, we started covering them with the soot. That seemed to slow it down for a while, but then it started coming out of other stuff. Really anything. Have you, had, did you ever see somebody get taken by this, like, in front of you, 
Not, not personally, no. No, thank goodness for that. I saw two people that did. They went mad, you understand. I want to insight his general thing here and just see if anything he's telling us is kind of looking at the point of view from, is he the one doing it versus is he just the lucky guy who survived or the unlucky guy who survived? Sure. Yeah, I give it an insight roll. Uh, Why did you use that one? <laughs> it, it was still going. Now it is being retired. Uh, 11. <laughs> uh, I mean, he seems pretty genuine. He seems fairly broken up and... Well, lonely, really. If there's a way for you to leave this place, would you take it? Oh, I'd certainly leave if I could. I don't much like leaving the thought of my, my wife and my daughter's remains here, but I can't imagine how I'd get them out of the house. It's been long since taken over by the vines. Is this that hill house, or...? Yeah, it's where we kept people once they passed on. Well, it does seem like we are going to have to look into these vines, first of all. Were you able to make anything of them, Kenna? Um, not really. All I got from it is that the vines themselves grow slow, but they move real fast. Um, they're also covered in a glossy sap. It changed color when it was on me. Well, yes. <laughs> and, uh... There's spikes on them, and if you cut a piece off of it, they leave behind a green liquid that, like, melts the floor and then plants seeds in the ground. Mm, so, not only does it have the sap, it also has acid. Mm-hmm. Lovely. So, who wants to go first? <laughs> Did you find any more desecration in the vine? Like, was there a specific amount of desecration? No, in the everything. Vines? Literally Sorry. everything. Apparently. Um, I guess anybody who thinks they've read a lot of herbology books could do a history check to see if they recognize the vine. I'll do one. They also said books, so I guess maybe it's the rule. <laughs> <laughs> Depends if he thinks he's read something about that. Nim knows what books he's read. <laughs> All about. I, I just read like the Bible. The Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Since we started, yeah. Nineteen. Okay. Um, Kenna, you do recall reading not anything that matches this exactly, but you do recall like there are different kinds of vines that have more carnivorous tendencies, at least towards, like, their own... Like, there are vines that choke the life out of other trees and stuff like that. So it's not completely foreign, but certainly nothing that has this sophisticated of a defense mechanism. It seems very much less natural to you and more something else. Hmm. I don't think this is a normal plant. Like, I think there must be a spell or something on it. Given where we are, could not be of, I suppose, what we're expecting. Can I do, or Nim, could you do an arcana check? I'll cast Detect Magic and do an arcana check. Blinded! <laughs> Blinded! Okay, uh, so 
Nim's eyes cloud over as he does the detect magic. Um, there's definitely like, how to describe it? There's traces of magic. Like you can see little bits left over from something. Something big was cast here at some point, and everything has that kind of remnant of it. The vines have a little bit of magic in them, but they're not of magic. Um, similarly, the reflective surfaces, like even the spoon that's sitting in the fireplace, there's something magic to it, but it kind of seems to be more of a... It, it reminds you more of like a clairvoyance type thing than anything else. It's like you're seeing the reflection of the spell being cast. You're seeing the the window somebody's looking through, not the spell itself that cast it. Oh, so it's like seeing like a magical sensor. Exactly. It's quite like that. Um, but kind of like getting that feeling from everything that's reflective instead of just like one object. Uh, and then, like I said, the vines themselves, they definitely seem like they've touched magic at some point, but they're not a complete magical conjuration. Okay. Do the vines seem flammable? Mm, from look? I mean, they look like they're just plants, so yes. Let's not do that experiment in the end. Let's not do that one. Mine's not, not, not in the end. <laughs> not at all. You get when we get an hour away. Let's see what happens. Do we have any of the blue or red powder left? No. No, no we used it all. On Mary. I don't know if this still had some red left. Yeah, I think I have a vial of red clay. Blood clay. Red chunk. Why would you keep that? Why would you Just keep it <laughs> So might understand then that you you folks have come along to to take the, the the brooch back. Is that is that my understanding from what I've overheard? What? Well, you sure seemed interested in it, and I know it was put here by somebody. It certainly ain't ours. Seemed a logical assumption. Well. well. Yeah, you're not wrong. I... Well, I certainly ain't gonna complain if you take it at this point. Doesn't really seem to have caused us nothing but a heap of trouble. But, uh, I don't know if you folks will be able to move it. You mean by that? Well, when this young man came some years ago and gave us the brooch and told us it would protect the town... He mentioned he'd gotten it from a, a wizard friend of his. Mm -hmm. He said the wizard friend had an inscription on it. I, none of us could read it, but he said he was capable of reading the writing on the back. I, I do remember it fairly specifically, because it, it did seem rather ominous at the time. But, of course, I don't know nothing about no magic, so I, I figured, you know, something better than nothing. But, uh... I, I do remember it was very it was very disturbing. It is something about something about the brooch could only be taken once enough souls had been given. It seemed very strange. Well, hasn't this all become complicated? God damn it, it's the <laughs> No, wait. I do remember one other thing. 
I, I do remember. It said the brooch had a guardian. And if you wanted to talk to the guardian, you just had to look in a mirror and say its name three times. Oh, great. Bloody Mary? No, no, it was something... It was something... It had two Ds. It was, uh... Two, two Ds... Something about... It, Denise, that was it. It was, um... What was the other D word? The Dresmondis? No, no, that that certainly wasn't it. It sounded like a female's name. It was something Denise. I remember it was really gross. Uh, disemboweled. That was it. It was disemboweled Denise. Is that a very common magic cue? As you might imagine, I certainly never thought of trying nothing like that after seeing children getting pulled through spoons. It just seemed a little silly to invoke its name on purpose. Now, I thought you just said a little bit ago you've never seen anybody. I've had it described. Oh, okay. Little girl. Uh, I'm going to go back and insight, actually, the whole thing. Sure. Yeah. Just is what he last said there that he hadn't yeah, seen. Yeah, just seeing if he was if that was more of a like he's telling us the truth and what he's saying, or if that was a slip up by him. Yeah, the yeah. thing and see like if he's scrambling. Uh, inside nineteen. Okay, he seems pretty calm. Definitely not flustered by maybe like mixing something up. Okay. Uh, they they told me once, little girl sitting at the table eating breakfast porridge. And then suddenly this loud scream, like she was in pain, and then she was just pulled right into the spoon right there in front of her father. Yeah, he wasn't the same after that. Took his life a couple days later. His own life. Hmm. Right, so jumped into the vines. Into the vines. Yeah, uh-huh. Which house is this brooch in? So, if you walk out of here, mm-hmm. you're in the you're in the main market area near the well. If you go north, up past, just up past the hill there, yeah, it's right at the top. You, you can't see it from here because of the damn fog, but it, it's up there. But uh, I'd say, again, if you folks know a different way of getting home, I'd certainly recommend it. There, there ain't nothing, there ain't nothing good up there. When was the last time you were up there? Uh, well, the vines closed in more tightly around it about ten years ago, so not since then. Was there anything that happened ten years ago that might have caused them to... Closing more around it. Well, it's just as the number of people dwindled, there was less people to move around in the buildings, and the vines didn't seem to like it so much when people were moving around, so it kind of stayed away, but as things got quieter, it moved further in. So they react to sound, or...? I'm not sure. They just seem to grow more when no one's around. Do the vines have any weaknesses? Uh, well, I'm not sure about anything that 
would be considered a weakness. We we tried a lot of things. We tried cutting them. That that didn't go so well. And we we tried kind of pushing them out of the way, and that seemed to work well enough. But they they kind of you know they'll kind of move back in on you after a couple of minutes. But we used to be able to move around all right if you had two people with brooms, kind of shoo them out of the way, sort of thing. Uh, a young fella used to work at the church, tried holy water once. Uh, that didn't really seem to do a whole lot of nothing. And, uh... Oh, here goes his idea. Uh, oh, he, that's right. Um, oh, goodness. What was Claire's boyfriend's name? Jim, uh, Freddy, Jim, something. I don't know. It's been a, it's been a long number of years. But he, he tried burning them at one point. That seemed to work all right at first, but the, the soot that it, that it makes from burning them got picked up by the air and it make you cough something horrible. But it worked in a pinch. Me, I just, I, I sort of just try to walk a perimeter. I, every day I, I walk the market area, and I walk the inn, and then I don't have much else to do, so I walk it again, and there ain't much to do after that, so I walk it again. Seems to keep it away all right. So it doesn't like to encroach on your space? Doesn't seem to, no. No. And this all started when this young man came. Yeah, yeah, I reckon. Everything? Well, I, I remember some people were complaining. The children started singing this little ditty about disemboweled Denise. Something about disemboweled Denise. She'll use her intestines to take your fleece. I don't, I don't remember the whole thing. But they, they started singing about it kind of out of the blue. And uh, that was... That was a couple months before that young fella showed up. Do you think you could remember the ditty? Mm, no, that's, that's really all I think I remember. Uh, something about... Something about if you want to... If you want to meet Denise in the flesh, you have to do so something about having the lights off. I, I don't remember it exactly. Darker seemed better in in the rhyme. Hmm. And was there anything else that time, or was it just the song before you? Just the song, really. Hey, just you know, a couple of the young kids started humming it to themselves one day. Anyone else supernatural plans anymore? He's just got another black orb of his own. Well, another what? Another black orb of his own. We're uh, we're right at the time for a break, so I'll give you guys a couple of minutes to digest what you've learned and think of a plan, and uh, we'll come right back. Wow, what a cliffhanger. I wonder what's going to happen next time. Uh, seriously, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, if you liked what you heard, share us with your friends. If you hated what you heard, share us with your enemies. Uh, seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll find out what happens to Double Doubles and Dragons next time.